Hello friends, this is Nitin and I welcome you to my startup podcast channel Jazair Audio where we share real stories with real learnings. My guest speaker today is Kyle Wemwaris. Kyle is the author of book Cold to Committed which has been the Amazon best sellers in the telemarketing as well as sales or selling categories. Kyle also runs his firm Waris which is based in San Francisco wherein they train B2B sales and business development teams to sell effectively and efficiently. Hi Kyle, welcome to Jazair Audio and thank you for talking to us. Hey Nitin, thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to have this conversation. Great. So my first question would be why inside sales is a most relevant and dominant sales model for the B2B SMEs as well as tech or SaaS startups? This is a great question. Before I go into my answer, I think it's important to define, at least from my perspective, what inside sales is. So there is a dominant model for B2B SaaS startups today, which is to separate the direct selling role into two parts. There's an opener and a closer. So the opener, their job is to cold call, cold email, use social to schedule sales meetings for the closer. And this model has become incredibly popular. And in my opinion, it's because of two things. One is efficiency and the other is predictability. So when you have a singular salesperson who is responsible for prospecting for new business and closing new business, you see these big swings in performance. So one month or quarter, they will be super busy closing deals left and right. The next month or quarter will be really slow because the pipeline dried up. They didn't have enough time to do prospecting while they were super busy. So now you see these peaks in these valleys. So once they're off of a quarter where they're incredibly busy closing deal, the sales rep will then start prospecting. They'll book a bunch of meetings and get very busy for the next month or quarter. And this cycle just repeats itself over and over and over again. By separating the two roles, you get to take advantage of a few things. One is always having someone prospecting. The other thing you get is that person who's responsible just for prospecting gets really good at it. And the person responsible for closing gets really good at closing. And so everyone becomes more efficient. And because you have streamlined the process, you don't get these peaks and these valleys, and it's a lot more predictable. Okay. So for the old schools like me, how is inside sales really different from telemarketing or cold calling? The truth is they're often used interchangeably as far as a term, right? But I have a definition of each personally that I use. So I consider very transactional sales environments exclusively using the phone to be telemarketing. So an example of this would be somebody who's trying to sell timeshares. They might be cold calling, giving away free cruises or something. I would consider that more telemarketing. It's really heavily transactional and the goal is to get a commitment right on the phone then and there and there's no email, there's no social touches. (laughs) For calls where the intention is to schedule a follow-up sales meeting and the person who's doing that prospect is use multiple channels like email and LinkedIn, I consider that inside sales. So I guess a, a good way to think of the two is how strategic the role is. If it's a very transactional, simple selling environment, I consider that more telemarketing. And if it's a more complex prospecting environment, typically you'd see this with more complex solutions, software as a service, this type of industry, I would consider that inside sales. So particularly post COVID-19 pandemic, the inside sales is more relevant, isn't it? 
I would say that inside sales has always been very relevant. Obviously, the answer to this is yes, because outside sales can't be done right now. Maybe it's just starting to open back up. But for the most part, outside sales is going to have a lot more friction than it used to. Either way, inside sales has always been relevant because you are typically following this strategy to be efficient. That's the key. Outside sales isn't very efficient, and that's why you see it where the deal sizes are a lot larger. You'll see this in enterprise sales often where people will go on site, wine and dine. It is not efficient. The customer acquisition costs are incredible, but when you do win a deal, they're, they're so expensive that it makes it worth the investment. For inside sales, it's really about velocity. How do we streamline our process like, in order to maximize the output? And the way you do that is by segmenting the different tasks required to make those sales into individual components. So how this might look is you have a sales development rep on the front end doing the prospecting. They'll schedule sales meetings for the direct salespeople who will further qualify and understand the challenges of the potential customer that they're speaking with. Then that sales rep will pull in a sales engineer who will be responsible for solution design and they'll run through demonstrations and they'll help develop a demo environment that matches the needs of the potential customer. And then the salesperson's role is really to manage that sale. That will always be relevant regardless of a pandemic or not. Yes, you can say it's more relevant now because we have less ability to do this outside sales. So yeah, in that regard, it is more relevant. But at the end of the day, it's always relevant and everyone's trying to crack this code. And to be honest, the code is pretty easy to crack. We figured it out. We know how to create inside sales teams that are incredibly efficient and produce incredible results. But the problem is there's so much competing wisdom out there that you have to be careful with what you listen to and what you don't listen to. A lot of advice that's coming from sales leaders is really optimizations. It's not the core of what you need in order to create a great team. Once you have a great team, you can make some of these optimizations to yield better results or sometimes worse. That's why you got to test everything. So I think it's important that not only you embrace the fact that inside sales is very relevant and will always be relevant, but you also focus on the fundamentals of what an inside sales team does and not try to reinvent the wheel before you have it spinning. So for the audience, why don't you share your great experience on how you helped a startup to grow by a whooping 600% in flat two years and effectively raising $21 million in Series B funding? So this goes back to my experience at a financial technology company where I ran the sales development function. I was hire number 24 and I had three sales development reps when I started. I scaled that team from three to 12 and we were responsible for all growth of the company. We were very much an outbound prospecting organization. Every deal that came through came through my team first. And my team's responsibility was to cold call, cold email, get a hold of these decision makers at various organizations and schedule meetings with the direct salespeople. It was an unbelievable experience with challenges that come when you're working in a hyper growth startup environment. But at a high level, we had to meet aggressive sales metrics. And I really think the key to our success 
success were individuals on my team were very driven, motivated. We hired very good people and those people had my respect and trust. And in return, they gave me their respect and trust. And I think that's what's really necessary to have a successful growth organization is building a community or building a culture where everybody trusts each other. Of course, there's challenges. There's good months. There's bad months. And at the core of what my relationship was with that team was really motivating and driving the team to produce more than even they thought they were capable of doing. So it was an unbelievable experience. One I'll never forget. We had a lot of great wins, Series B funding, board meeting, everything that is in that typical startup journey. But at the end of the day, I had an incredibly hardworking team that I would always go to bat for. That's awesome, Kyle. And now for the final question, why don't you tell us about your book, Cold to Committed, and its success story? A few years back, I wrote a book called Cold to Committed. It's a guide on how to become a top performing sales development representative. So it covers everything from cold calling, cold email, how to use LinkedIn to schedule sales meetings. Now, I wrote the book because I felt there was a lacking of information out there to help sales development reps be successful. So I wrote the book. My guide is a very practical step-by-step. It's what worked for me and what I've seen worked for over 900 SDRs at this point that I've had the pleasure to work with. And really, it's the reason why I built my business. There's a problem with a lot of startup companies where they don't know how they should build their sales development process. And they go online, they see a lot of information, competing information, different thought leaders in the space. And at the end of the day, it's my opinion that sales development has a core structure that you can repeat regardless of the organization with specific optimizations that you add to it based on the company, the target market, etc. So an important part of my business is helping startup companies typically around Series A build, scale, and train their sales development teams. I'm very passionate about this topic and I'm super excited whenever I get a message from a sales development rep saying, hey, I read your book, I changed our cold call script, and now I'm actually booking meetings. Yeah, I hit the Amazon bestseller list. That's great and all, but at the end of the day, it's really about how many SDRs that I can touch, I can impact because I truly do want to help people early in their career be successful and have a long lasting career in sales. With this, we have reached at the end of this podcast. Kyle, it was a pleasure to have you on Jazar Audio and thank you for sharing some great insights on inside sales. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Nitin. If anybody has any questions about inside sales or sales development, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Kyle Van Voris. Lastly, I want to thank all the listeners who took their valuable time to listen to this podcast. Keep rocking, be safe and don't forget to share.